Hi guys, it's Aspen here and you're listening to Can I Just Say Something. I'm not in my recording booth, my closet, in PA. Or I'm actually in SoCal right now, visiting my aunt. Basically mooching off of them, because the seasonal depression in Pennsylvania was just unbearable. Please bear with me if I don't make sense. I feel really cloudy because of the jet lag, and I'm suffering from severe hypernatremia. <laughs> I've just been feeling very dizzy, and I think it's because I've been doing more outdoor activities and been in the sun more, so I was just kept drinking water and drinking and drinking, and like I couldn't quench my thirst, and then I was feeling super dizzy and lightheaded, and figured out that I had hyponatremia, so I'm just drinking salty water (laughs) right now, because I drank some last night, and it went away, and then I went on another walk today, and I still felt dizzy again, so I guess we're sticking with salty water for now. (sighs) Okay, so Alyssa was telling me that I should do a breakup episode because my dating episodes do pretty well. They're always a hit out of the two (laughs) that I've done so far. But I think she also suggested it because I've had so many breakups for a person in their mid-twenties. I've never had a long-term relationships, just a bunch of failed short-lived ones. (laughs) So I've had my fair share of breakups especially being a straight woman trying to date the emotionally unavailable men these days is quite the challenge. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've I've had some really good dating experiences. They just end really, really poorly. <laughs> and I don't know why, um, or I didn't know why. But I do think that breakup episodes are heavily saturated on the podcast platforms. And so since there are so many, I just don't really think that I'd have anything really groundbreaking to share or anything revolutionary, maybe like one thing, but it's not worth it to do a whole episode on. So yeah, this is not a breakup episode. It's actually a crazy wake-up call revelation um, that I have had within the past couple of months because last year I had three major emotional breakups or three very emotional encounters with three different men. And the first one was a rugable situation with a guy I dated for three months. So that was very emotional because I wasn't expecting it. Duh. <laughs> Ugh, what an asshole. You have to be the biggest asshole in the fucking world to do a rugable. Like, just... <laughs> The next one was a past connection from years ago, and I felt some sort of false hope because we reconnected, and then he realized that he actually wasn't ready, (laughs) so he didn't change after all. And then there was a third one, which was a really hot and heavy, passionate, quick, fast burn. Okay, I looked up the opposite of a slow burn, and it is indeed called a fast burn. Interesting. And it was the first time that I was ever love bombed, which tends to happen in a fast burn romance. And since it's a fast burn, it's like a wildfire, so it can spring up suddenly out of nowhere, but the fire can quickly burn out of control. So yeah, 
And then he ended up picking somebody else over me. LMAO. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So just a variety of different things that happened last year. Um, so I spent a lot of that year being sad and upset and using a lot of emotional energy to recover from a man. Like, to recover from a emotional breakup. And so last year was very bad luck for me. So many failed attempted relationships, a lot of emotional energy spent on a man that didn't deserve me and that I deemed to be a decent guy and turned out he wasn't worth my time at all. So sometimes you have to wake up and smell the cologne and realize, okay, maybe the problem isn't just the men. Maybe some of it is on me. Not that you did anything wrong. It is just that men suck. (laughs) so you need to see what you can do on your end to improve and to prevent things like this from happening so you know when to remove yourself from a situation before it's too late so i am an extremely stubborn fucking person i think that i am a level-headed individual so it's okay most of the time (laughs) jk not really even though I don't seem level-headed on the outside, it's all my coping mechanism. <laughs> when I looked at the way that I dated after the past year, I was like, hmm, maybe like I do move too fast emotionally. And then I made up an excuse and I was like, it's not my fault. I just value deep conversations and getting to know someone. I like someone romantically based off of their soul, their moral values, and the way that they see the world. It matters more to me than looks. (laughs) I will date an ugly guy that has the same moral values as me versus somebody that I am, am attracted to physically that I have a fun time with, but I don't have anything in common with them morality wise or value wise. Since I like getting to know somebody's soul, soul values and who they are, I fall fast emotionally, not physically, like not like meeting the parents and friends in the first month. I move regularly paced in a physical way, I guess, but on an emotional level, I really value deep conversation. When I like someone and find out that they share the same values and morals as me, I definitely get excited and I get ahead of myself possibly because somebody like that is hard to find hard for me to find guessing you can relate (laughs) i get ahead of myself maybe it's because it could be because i am possibly so romantically lonely um and i'm single most of the time i'm single and alone most of the time so when i find someone that matches those things that i need and that I could potentially date, it's such a rarity. And so I think I get way too excited, way too ahead of myself. I think even since high school, my peers, my friends, and my sisters always knew that I'm a very emotional person and I fall fast and like somebody so quickly. And they always just knew that. And we're like, um, yeah, Ashley likes guys way too much, way too fast. And I guess they always talked about it amongst each other in the beginning. And then it just became like a me thing that I just 
get emotionally involved really quickly. And I always just blamed it on my Cancerian energy. And I just say like, oh, I'm just an emotional person. I care so much. That's just who I am and I can't help it. And I was just like, that's just the nature of who I am. And when I realized and reflected on the past, this past year, if you're an avid listener, you know, I'm in my, you know, self-reflection era where I'm just constantly having realizations and trying to grow from the mistakes that I've had in the past and continuing to try to be the best version of myself because of everything that I went through recently. But I looked at my year of failed relationships and, or failed, should I say, failed attempt at trying to form relationships. And I was like, you know what? That is a pattern, Ashley. So like I said, after this whole year, after growth from my TBI, I realized that I could use more coping mechanisms. So if something like that were to ever happen again, I would be able to be there for myself and rely on myself and need to rely on less people and rely on myself more. So I've been working on gaining more and more coping mechanisms. And so to hopefully just keep keep improving every day. So this is another thing that I can work on. And then I thought maybe I can actually prevent moving too fast in relationships emotionally. And then I realized what I was doing. Whoever I was dating, I would usually call them every single day. I would make sure that I took time out of my day to make sure that I had time to talk to them and have good conversations every day and getting to know them and like try to, you know, further our relationship and keep our connection going. I'd be like, okay, he works blue collar. So he gets up at 4 a.m. and he goes to bed at 9. So I should be home to be able to call him around 7 or 8. Like I subconsciously slash consciously went out of my way to make sure we had time to talk. Like I was making a guy that I just started talking to a couple weeks ago a priority in my life when I shouldn't have been. Like I'd be like, oh, I have to make sure that I'm home from the gym at 7 or 8 and then I'd Put it the stress on other people. Alyssa, I'd be like, Alyssa, I we need to get to the gym. Blah, 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 blah. Hurry up, we need to leave so I can be home to call. And she makes fun of me now that I realized when I had this realization. She was like, Ugh, I don't I won't even do it. <laughs> but she'll go on like for like five minutes just mocking me. <sighs> and exactly what I sounded like. And yeah, I sound like a crazy person, but that's the point. So anyway, I was making a guy, I just started dating. A couple weeks ago, a priority in my life when I just started dating them, you know? And you know what that means? It means when they're acting off, when we didn't get a chance to talk that one day, it really messes with my mood and makes me sad. So when I reflected on that, I was like, Ashley, you cannot let a man's sour mood dictate yours. Or if he's tired or whatever, not being as responsive, like you can't let that make you upset. So I thought, how could this be prevented? When I realized what I was doing, when I realized what I was doing, or Alyssa was annoyed, salty, whatever. She was like, you know how long we were telling you, Ashley, that you do these things, that you get too emotionally involved too fast? The thing is, you can tell someone something a million times. And people are just, they're stubborn people and they're set in their ways. 
and it takes for them to experience failure like three however many times for them to realize it themselves you know so i was stop stubborn and stuck in my ways and i was like no it's the men ha they suck and i blamed it on other external factors and the other factors that i blamed them on like oh it was the time it was he you know whatever the other external factors i blamed them on yes they might have been valid but I still could have done things differently to have prevented the situation from getting to the point that it did. You aren't going to change the men or those outside factors, so why not try to see what you can do on your end instead? What can you control? So as I said, I am a very emotional person. So why can't I strive to not get attached so quickly? by engaging less frequently. I don't have to call them every fucking day. (sighs) By saving more serious conversations for later, those serious conversations could be spread out over a longer period of time. I was always like, oh, I can't help it. It's just the kind of person I am. Oh, honey, you can definitely help it. Like, what the fuck? Just try. But it's just habits. You just get stuck in your ways and it takes a huge realization and, you know, the same things happening over and over and over again and effort to change. (laughs) And the change is uncomfortable and it's unknown territory for me. So once I realized, like, I don't want to be upset about, I don't want to be upset over someone because they're not answering or they're being less attentive than yesterday. Or if we're having like a little argument. And since we're having an argument, I am in a sour fucking mood. And, you know, it's kind of ridiculous to have someone you just started seeing, like, be in control of whether you're happy or you're sad. That's just, ugh. Like, ugh. I hate that I did that. And also learning a lot of new information in a short amount of time overwhelms your brain. It can lead to love bombing, infatuation, and other things that are more likely to occur when you take things at a faster pace. Hot and fast flames go out so quickly. Slow burns last much longer. Whether you're going fast emotionally or physically, it tricks your brain into thinking that you like that person a lot more than you actually do. Because you are being overwhelmed and the sudden attention, somebody suddenly telling you how amazing you are every day, whatever it may be, you're so unique, you're so beautiful, you're so smart. Hearing that from a person all of a sudden after months and months of being lonely will cause you to feel some sort of false, exaggerated feelings for somebody. I have done this with almost every single person that I have dated in the past. And it took me like six to 10 failed dating experience heartbreaks to realize that I was dating so toxically. Like me? Dating toxic? Like I thought, I think that I am a very level-headed person who always does things in an ethical way. This has quickly humbled me, for sure. (laughs) Like, I am not always right. I think that I am always right. I always blame my behavior on the natural way that I am. 
I've always said that I'm a sensitive person. I'm a sensitive cancer. It's my ADHD. It's my depression. Like, yes, as valid as your excuses may be, guess what? You can always strive to do better. I know a crazy fucking concept that we always tend to forget as mentally struggling individuals. I started to realize that I may haven't been going about dating in the best way. And that I tend to revolve my world around whomever I'm dating. First realized this a couple months ago. Then I started to date this guy. I started dating this guy a couple months ago. Like after that third failed thing of the year and I started realizing what I was doing. So this new guy I started dating since the beginning of December. Let's call him 2.0. Because that's what we call him on 2.0 because I dated the same guy with the same name last year. <laughs> so yeah, I voiced to him that I am still getting over this guy and I want to take things really slow. And I also said that I've been sad a lot last year over a man and I don't want my brain to prioritize you like I have done in the past. My number one priority is me and my podcast. And I don't want thinking about you all the time to get in the way of that. I don't want to miss you and I don't want to be upset when we have an argument or you don't answer and all that. And he was so understanding. I told him, you know, the way I used to date, I used to call somebody every day, blah, 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 blah. They'd send me good morning texts every day and we'd text from morning to night and we'd say good night. And then so now me and 2.0... We'll text here and there during the day, but I won't stop whatever I'm doing to respond to him. I won't like respond, make sure I respond right away. We just like, I text him when it's convenient and there are no good night texts. There are no good morning texts. And then in the beginning, like the first month I called, we would talk on the phone maybe once a week or twice a week. Um... But like our first phone, our first or second phone conversation, we stayed up to like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. talking. So it's exciting talking to someone new, you know. But then I was like, that can't happen again. <laughs> I said no more of that. And I voiced that I do not want to talk on the phone that much with him. And it's unusual and it's definitely uncomfortable, but in a good way, a good kind of uncomfortable. I guess a good word to describe it is it's refreshing. <laughs> feeling not lonely yet not consumed by somebody else and somebody else's feelings and and I told my friends it's like we have a good time and I'm content it's not this like super overwhelming feeling of oh my god he's so amazing we have so much fun um and etc and he didn't even kiss me until the third day which is freaking nuts but (laughs) anyway my friends said that that's what it's supposed to feel like it's not supposed to be like an overwhelming all of a sudden good thing it's supposed to be a slow build and i think that everyone says that but it is hard to achieve i think because i think it takes a lot of self-control to like not jump into something so fast because you like this person i don't know i mean i was kind of annoyed at first that he was scared to touch me and all that he wasn't very bold. He wasn't bold. He wasn't very romantic in the beginning. And I, he told me and voiced it to me. It was because he was scared because I had just gotten out of something and he didn't want to make me uncomfortable. But 
After it took him three dates to kiss me, I was just like, "Mm, maybe it's like a slow burn vibes. And it felt good. It was a very nice change. Like, I've never had a slow burn. (laughs) It was definitely something I've never experienced before. So it felt like, so it felt like it wasn't normal at first. It turns out this is the healthiest way to date. LOL. The slower you get to know someone, the better. It allows for you to make an unbiased judgment. It allows you to be level a level-headed version of yourself while you are deciding if they are the right person for you. What I'm saying is that you have a clear head without lust or infatuation or loneliness getting in the way. And since I talk to him on the phone less throughout the week, it makes me more present. It makes both of us more present and in the moment when we're together. Like, both of us are barely on our phones when we're together and we're literally just taking in each other's presence like sometimes we'll just sit in silence and enjoy and enjoy each other's company and it's kind of great and the way that I have been going about this is like usually when I've been seeing someone for a month or a couple weeks they're on my mind 24 7 like my brain is completely consumed and enamored by them I can't do anything without thinking about them like showering brushing my teeth cooking like always But this time around, it's so much different. Like, I am still living my life, doing my thing. And like I said, my number one priority is me working on myself and my podcast. And because I'm dating somebody, it doesn't interfere with that at all. And him being in my life brings me more positive energy, more content energy compared to before. There's a lot less of the negative energy or sad, depressed energy. And let me tell you, the change feels so different and so good because it's crazy compared to the last romantic connection I've had right before 2.0. It was the fastest that I have ever caught feelings for someone. I started falling in love with this person in the span of a couple weeks and then things ended up not working out. Could have been a multitude of reasons. Like, It was overwhelming. The person really liked me, but probably things happened so quickly that they got scared and the feelings were overwhelming, you know? I don't know. That's my guess on the situation. Like, wildfires burn quickly and they go out a lot faster, like I said. I liked him so, so, so much that, like, whenever I know that I like someone, I picture our future together already. I'm like oh my gosh, our kids are gonna have blue eyes. I know, I sound like fucking crazy, but he was doing it too, okay? Our kids are gonna have blue eyes, like da-da-da-da, what is our life gonna look like if we, you know, end up marrying, when we, you know, get married? Because I thought, I always thought that it was, like, healthy thinking, like, because I'm so confident in this guy, like, if I word it, like, we're gonna end up dating, like, it'll happen. And then if we end up dating, then we're possibly going to get married. Then we're possibly going to have kids and grow together and blah, 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 I spiral. (laughs) But compared to the guy I'm seeing now, I get anxious. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't really know if I can picture a future with him because he doesn't understand my humor completely. Something stupid like that. And I'm like, Ashley, you don't have to know if you're going to end up with him for the rest of your life. Like, we are both enjoying what we have together right now. And that's all that matters. It's okay that you don't know if you're going to marry the person that you've been seeing for three months. 
even if you've been together for a year, it's okay that you don't know. What if there are so, still some things that you still don't know about each other? What if there are some things that you guys are still figuring out, like who you are, what you want in life? And that's so normal being in your 20s, especially nowadays. Even being your, in your late 20s and still figuring out what you want. It's okay that you don't know. And I am such an anxious person. And I just, I always jump ahead and I'm like, oh my God, what if we're just wasting our time being together and we're not going to end up getting married? It doesn't like, just enjoy the now. I know it's so cliche, but seriously, enjoy the now. You don't have to know. Like you could die tomorrow as long as you're happy and content. That's all that matters. My weekends are so much better with him in my life and we text here and there and call when we're available and then I know that I'm going to see him on the weekends and I get excited about it. But dating isn't supposed to be this mentally exhausting chore and task, even though it is, but getting to know somebody slowly helps with the process of making it not so emotionally taxing. Because when you get to know somebody quicker, you care a lot more about what they think about you because you like them more. You start liking them a lot quicker, but getting to know someone slow kind of takes all of that social anxiety aspect away because you care a lot less about what they think about you because you it's a slow build. Does that make sense? <sighs> yeah. All right, that is all I have on that. In that case, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't rated my show yet on whatever platform you're listening to, I would so appreciate it. It really does help. So I would, I would so appreciate it if you went out of your way to rate my show. And I would appreciate it even more if you shared my show, if you've been enjoying it or know somebody that might also enjoy it, share it with anyone. Again, yes, my show does have a target audience, but that doesn't mean that people outside of my target audience can't also enjoy it. You could share it with people that love learning and love hearing new perspectives, and it can make you emo more emotionally aware, even if you don't relate to the content. I do have listeners of all ages and genders. <laughs> I was actually pleasantly surprised when I started the show. I thought that a lot of my listeners would be female, but it turns out 30% of my listeners are male, so that's super reassuring. It makes me happy that it can appeal to more people than I thought. Please don't hesitate to share it with anybody you know. Thanks so much for listening to Can I Just Say Something? I will see you guys next week, hopefully. I've been in a little bit of an idea rut, so that's why I haven't posted in a while. So hopefully you'll hear from me next week. See you later.